When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And today... We're doing season four, episode six, Close Up. Literally, Close Up. Why is it called Close Up, though? Okay, and thank you for asking, Evan. So basically, it's a close up on Mimi and Adam's new relationship. Uh And then also, Close Up is the name of Marnie and Desi's um, song that Desi doesn't think should be... Um, in the showcase yeah i mean i just the listing on the other six songs that he he was suggesting was truly one of the funniest moments oh yeah that was an amazing improv and it's so classic improv uh, five things five things five things five do you know that no wait tell me i'm only through level two of improv famously Um. Okay, so this is something I've always thought about, and this episode's an amazing representation of it, so I actually would love to talk about today, which is old people extras slash line work. Um, I don't know that's what you call an actor who has one or two lines, but I'm calling it line work today on the pod. Um, you I, think somebody with one to two lines is, is line work. Is line work. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I just, like, I'm loving when an old person who's like, how long do you think these people have been doing acting for to finally book a gig, which is HBO Girls? A and can we and pause B. really quick? I just want you all to know I tried to get a quote for a healthcare once three weeks ago, and now I get it's longer than that. Sixty to seventy calls every single day from um, Texas asking me <laughs> to sign up for Obamacare. Is it always a person on the other end, or it's like robot vibes? It's a person every time. Can you imagine? That's kind of what my job is too. It's perfect. Okay, I'm pause. I'm pause. Um, I guess I'm like I love an old person actor because I a I'm always always like I will I will pretend to be an actor until I finally get booked and it's okay if I'm 70 when that happens um and I'm willing to do um in the city council meeting in HBO girls screaming about having extra lamps in the library I think I would actually kill at a role like that you know some elderly people get a job at Home Depot and some become extras and it's kind of both paths lead to like what well you were recently an extra on two short films Yes, I was. And one, you had an amazing experience. The other one, you also had an amazing experience, but were really hungover for because you kind of went to bed at three and had to be there at seven. Which it's crazy that you're telling me this because I didn't even remember that happening. Because <laughs> you were so hungover. Um, but you weren't even there for that. Well, people came up to me. <laughs> Who came up to you? <laughs> Lawrence video was like, Amelia was, I love that girl. She's a little hungover. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Former guest. I can't get away with anything. <laughs> And um, ask me if I was ever an extra. Were you ever an extra? Yeah, I was. Amelia, you're crazy. Um, I was an extra one time for Tall Girl 2. Um, I featured extra number two. Um, I was supposed to be, be in the movie giving Sabrina Carpenter a pamphlet before she walked into the Tall Girl's musical. I never actually Sabrina watched it. Sabrina Carpenter is in Tall Girl Yeah, too? she's a bitch sister. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're she reaching. She kills it, though. You're reaching new um, vocal Arthas. notes uh, with your voice today. Yeah. But it's like, actually, right now, I'm suffering from something called pre-cold or post. But it's like, I don't feel sick, but my voice is being aqua taco. Sorry. Aqua taco. And by the <laughs> way, you can't get me sick because I'm about to fly. 
no, I know. Every time I fly, I'm like, I am sick. Do you know what I mean? Like every time you enter an airplane, a space of germs, it's like there's no way to get out of this. I'm leaving with something other than my luggage and it's a cold or like a venereal infection. Venereal infection. I made that up, but it feels right. You said it so confidently. It's venereal thing. It's tooth. So, so veneers are fake teeth. Does that help? So I think it's a teeth, a tooth infection. I love this. I guess if you eat all those biscottis on the plane, I would get a tooth infection it's too. It's so fun. That we've never recorded an intro with our guests yeah. in the room. And <laughs> you just... see vape clouds coming out during the podcast. <laughs> um, it really adds an immersive layer to no, the No, I experience. love it. <laughs> it makes me really shy. You're shy. I know your hands on your neck, which actually means you're being vulnerable and scared and shy. I'm talking about body language. Oh my god, yeah. I cannot get over not feeling so aware that my therapist can read me. Oh my god, can we please talk about this? <laughs> I had therapy today, and I was just sitting there the whole time. Like she knows if I play with my hair that I'm nervous, or like if I'm like doing well, anything. No, no, it's not even that's a level deeper. A lot of people in our zeitgeist today are like bringing up memes as almost like conversational substitutes but you're not one of those girls like you oh, don't bring up cultural iconography evan's order. referencing the fact that my therapist said to me today you bring up memes as a way of deflecting more than anyone i've ever met yeah, but you've never done that in any other situation <laughs> you never bring up a meme i'm like this girl's not chronic when i'm online. sitting on that couch i'm like thinking of that woman who's doing the math equations <laughs> and i can't stop bringing it up <laughs> it's absolute hell everything but. is fine the house is on fire it's like it's okay where did you I like would love for you one day to just um tell me a meme because you haven't done that yet and I would love to see all sides of you. Well, I guess subconsciously I just don't see I you as a you therapist. Something really vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I ask me about that. my people pleasing <laughs> tendencies and I'll start oh, freaking out. I can. <laughs> well, I think it's an amazing intro. I know. This is a perfect intro, don't you think? <laughs> I actually thought so. Okay, perfect. Um, Will crosses off and our guest will be here. Ah! I think it'd be funnier if you don't stop and just walk <laughs> through the iPad yeah. to the microphone. <laughs> no. We, yeah. We do it across dissolve and then but it's today. just the same video footage. Guys, get excited. We have on the pod today the one and only Sophia, Sophia. Wilson Pelton. Oh, I was thinking you're better than me. I think oh. you're Sophia Pelton, but you're right. Sophia Wilson Pelton. Is Wilson dad Pelton mom? Opposite. Fuck. Wait, when you're introduced at comedy shows, is it? Are you getting Wilson as well? Are you getting Wilson? Preference is that I get both because that is simply my last name. But sometimes people just <laughs> do Pelton. At the beginning of doing comedy, people would only do Pelton all the time, and even on show posters because <laughs> I didn't have my full name in my bio and my handles misleading because people mm. think the W stands for like my middle name. And then I would have to be like, "Hey, Sophie, me Rose." And it was like I didn't care that much, but I was like, "I don't want this to like be what happens forever." So yeah. I didn't have to be like, "Hey, y'all, can you like change my name on the poster?" I will and say, yeah, you're putting your stand. name in at an open mic, though. You're putting Sophia Pelton. You're not putting. No, Sophia. I'm putting Wilson. Pelton. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. I've never so read it. Watch your back. I've and never so, read no, it. No, sometimes people just don't. <laughs> and then sometimes they famously forget my last so name. Wait, and just what write is Sophia. your middle name? Yeah. Middle. Yeah. Rose. <gasps> Mimi Rose. Oh my god, that's so Mimi Rose coded because what is Mimi Rose? But it's kind of the name? opposite. Eleanor. 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 Yeah. So funny. Middle name mine Rose too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's middle name is Rose. It's perfect. That or Maria. was it your grandma's name? Um. Yeah. Yep. Same. That's why it's mine. Grandma Rose. Yeah. Rest in peace. Literally. R.I.P. to my gorgeous grandma. middle name. I'm so many. I'm so glad so many people in this town get to have Rose. As yeah, it's it. beautiful. Um, yeah. we're so excited to have you on the pod. I know so you charming. you've been potting all morning. I've been solo potting all morning. It feels great. Wait, to be so you're doing community. a sleep podcast? 
Are you allowed to legally speak about it? I think that they like want me to speak about it. I'm just like not doing any promotion. <laughs> oh my God, no, plug it, plug it, plug it. Um, the Okay, so I'm doing this podcast thing. It's actually, I think they don't want me to call it a podcast. <laughs> I do this weird thing where I make a, a sleep show for an app slash um, alarm clock company. Uh-huh. It's hard to follow called Hatch. No. And I make four episodes for them a week, four 15 minute episodes a week for them. And I just go on my phone and tell people what I'm looking at. And it's like supposed to be like light entertainment. Tell people oh, to sleep. But that's the, awesome, honestly. the catch is like, I don't even think that you can listen to it unless you buy the alarm clock, the alarm clock that is $200. <sighs> I could be wrong, but I think it's true. Wait, that's awesome. No, that's just like a PS4. And those are successful business yeah, models. Yeah, 100%. So... 100%. That's kind of the sweetest gig to find yourself in. No, it is. It's an awesome thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm making money, but y'all cannot access it. <laughs> it's amazing to be able to be like, I actually, my That's dad's like, where is it? it? I'm like, I actually don't like, think you sorry, can listen to it. It's a part of title. It's world's yeah, worst literally. Patreon. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a physical Patreon. <laughs> I love it. I love that the whole concept now that every single thing has to have a media element to it. Like Walmart I know. right now is releasing a Walmart movie mm-hmm. where you can like buy the products in real time while watching like Dylan Adler be a gay assistant. No. Well, and it is because th- they saw Ryan Reynolds make it work. Oh, for Mint? Who's Ryan Reynolds? No, I know who that is. Do you mean Ryan Murphy? No. Um, what did Ryan Reynolds yeah, do? Yeah, and I know somebody explained this to me, and now I'm saying it, but I don't actually have the data points to support totally. it. But I believe on. that Deadpool sold a product. Oh. Oh, no. Works. Ryan Reynolds made a documentary about a place that needed money. It's kind of what the curse is about. Oh, no, no. This is actually about the soccer team. This is about oh. the soccer team. Actually, they made a documentary yeah, yeah. about, about the soccer team. That. Now the soccer team is profitable. Totally. Oh, and but that is Deadpool, and he has mint kind of. But so that is so different mint from. So you guys looked at me and I got scared and you guys didn't, <laughs> no one said anything about Mint Mobile. That made me feel bad. What Just happened to me when you Sorry. said Mint Mobile is that in my head, Amelia said Ryan Reynolds, but I literally process it as Ryan Murphy. And I was like, no, he doesn't own Mint Mobile. <laughs> American <laughs> he owns Horror a media empire. You stupid gleek bitch. <laughs> I'm sure American Horror Story is selling better help. Like it is just one long ad for 100%. better help. Well, here's the thing with influencers that is crazy is like they become like so like you make all these videos and then you have this thing and then the only videos you make are just advertisements no 100 and it's like you just work so hard to then become an actor it's, that has to write their own commercials it, for somebody else it's crazy i've been thinking about this a lot lately <laughs> because what's actually the scarier version of that that to me is and yeah i posted tiktok about this i'm so sorry if either of you saw it got probably 70 likes but um <laughs> let's go the way that like the TikTok shop thing, which is like so fucking busted by the way, algorithm. and it's like the ugliest shit. Like I bought my office chair from it's it. It's all of stuff course. from like AliExpress. one bulk bought and literally, was, like, selling the literally. Hell out of it. Yeah. But it's all these people who now weren't really even influencers before, but yeah. have amassed a following or have to like the only way they can maintain their following is just by like buying sh- literal shit that was made by child slaves and then trying to sell it to people on TikTok. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like these people just have like. One billion jumpsuits that you can't wash because they'll like fall apart. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, what is going on with that? Are you guys okay? Like, I know it's I so was, sad. Why not one real product? Every single product is like a dupe of something that's not that good. I know, literally, they're with. like Lululemon dupe. It's like, just get the Lululemon. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah. random. Why can't you do it for a real it, product for once? Yeah, it does really scare me. It is just it's like sad. such a capitalist 
machine. I'm sure they're setting it up and then like they're trying to bring brands on and then they're going to do the same thing. But it's like half my algorithm at this point is like trying to sell me something to sculpt my face with. I feel like they aren't even going to try to bring brands on because I feel like they're like doing i don't know i was also thinking like on instagram the ads are so good and like they can really get me like they know what i fucking want on there yeah. but on tiktok it's like the ads are crazy it's not for anything i want or whatever it's buy. not for real humans no but and all of them are also scams. so many times that i'm like what the other day i just ended up watching a full ad because i was like this is just fully a scam where it was like um go to my page and use my discount codes and then you'll be able to buy like one thousand dollars worth of skims products for free and i was like this isn't insane like wh- this is an ad you guys are feeding me and it's just a scam i'm so scared anyway, about- <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you're right kind of late capitalism <laughs> no, the internet age is getting darker every moment remember when the internet was free yeah Somebody think about- i know i keep like trying to look up any website net neutrality has ruined my life I know. I want net neutrality back because for one second, I like want to load a website that's not like abc.com that's going to load in an appropriate amount yeah. of time. Or like, God forbid, you try to like find a product to buy online. No, It's I just know. all ads and it's like, well, I can't trust any of them. Oh my God. We have to go to brick and mortar this, storefronts. Like, this girl sent me something through WeTransfer. Do you know what WeTransfer yeah. is? The whole, it's like, it takes one 25 minute cycle to download all the images yeah. and videos you're trying to send me. The whole time it's just like a Bulgari ad with like, Anna Kendrick and it's like no hey that's exactly what I would hope would happen exactly. to you and that's why I'm a Bulgari <laughs> the whole time and you have to look at it and keep your screen open in order to get the yeah, thing downloaded course. so you have to be looking at Anna Kendrick's face the whole time of course hell I designed it I designed yeah, the transfer that. yeah um, okay let's dive into girls Sophia where did, were you what was your relationship how did you find this show um Mm, I'm trying to think when I start first watched it. I don't know. I've watched it a month, a bunch of times. I probably it came out in 2012, so I probably first watched it in high school. I would assume, and then there was like a long period of time where like every summer I would like, whenever it got like unbearably hot, I would just start like rewatching Girls and eating cereal in my bed at like 12 a.m. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a, a huge part of my life. That's awesome. Wait, what kind of cereal? Like honey bunches of oats, probably. Right. And thank you for bringing up cereal because it's actually a really big cornerstone of this episode. I love cereal. It really it is. Yeah. yeah. It is. But I think that's it. I mean, yeah. And then I kind of like, I don't know. I have obviously Lena Dominic. I don't even feel like I have a complicated relationship with Lena Dominic. I feel like everyone says that. I'm more just like, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, okay. <laughs> You're actually um, like, it's actually a really clear relationship. Yeah. I am just like, but I also was watching this being like, no, like you can separate the art from the artist. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so easy. Can do it. it it's a, it's, yeah. I have a lot of questions about just like how it was made. No, I will say every Greenpoint bar is like, they're so good at separating the art from the artist because they only play Chris Brown. 100%. It's like, okay. Thank you so much for doing 100%. this. Work for us. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I just have like, I just really want to know like how um, I'm so curious to know like how much of her raw, how much of the show is her raw creative talent or how much of it had to be kind of like funneled through other people. Does that make sense? I think yes. Totally, because she was famously 23. And, like, hasn't done something as good since. Not saying that you have to or that that, that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. But, like, every... Most everything she's done since has been flop. I would I think argue. She's totally, but I'm like, too. is it kind of Lord science where it's like when you're 16, you actually know everything, and then when you're Maybe. 30, you don't know anything? Maybe. Like Lord wrote Pure Heroin, and then she wrote The Sunny One. Oh, yeah, but you know what? Lord's about to release new music. 
she is and we, we can all be the judge and we'll actually we can all gather back yeah. in this podcast later and we can really figure out what if, if amelia said is correct or not yeah yeah i do that. wonder i i do know judd did a lot yeah so 100 <laughs> percent. so 100 yeah. percent. but also so many things are not like judd would know about that but yeah, i know well and like it's like what judd hasn't made great things so it's like who was doing <laughs> sorry I, that's not, i mean yeah totally but this is 40 has changed me fundamentally 100%. Yeah. but it is like 40. yeah i don't know i just have i just am like so curious because it really is such a great show Leslie Mann is so good in her husband's films. She's doing amazing work. She's, She's doing a so lot of heavy killer. lifting in those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed she, with Leslie Mann in every single sense of the word. Every morning I wake up, there's two things I talk think about, and I we can it, it comes up in this episode. It's uh she and him. 100%. And Leslie Mann. 100%. My first two thoughts in the morning. <laughs> and I it can't I I know what kind of day it is. It's like if it's she and him, it's like it's gonna be a weird day. Yep. If it's Leslie Mann, it's gonna be a good Perfect. day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So when you first saw it, were you like, I love it. I'm moving to New York or you're from Boston. Did you know you want to move here? Did this show influence any of that? No. <laughs> okay, perfect. I think I have like a different relationship to it, to the show than a lot of people. I don't feel like girls was in any way, something that I was looking at being like, that's New York. Yeah. <laughs> like I was kind of like, this is a good show and I like this show, well, but it no, no part of it feels aspirational. I would say. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, um, I think there is parts of Mimi Rose's apartment. Well, that, well, that's I'm, one question I'm I have. Well, Why is everything. Mimi Rose rich? So Mimi Rose amazing, is supposed all. to represent what all the other girls don't have, which is success in their art. Okay. So it's like, what if we showed you an emotionally mature person who is successful at what they wanted to be successful totally, at? Totally. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's us. But like, I don't know. It did not. No, it was in no way. I mean, I wanted to move to New York to like do comedy ultimately. Mm-hmm. Right. Honest. And so like, what's actually more humiliating is that the reason that I, this is, this is so embarrassing and I'll say this on the podcast. <laughs> the reason I wanted to go to NYU was so that I could do basically be on Danger Box and do improv there. That's awesome. And then start doing comedy. That's so, so it's like, brave of you to share. No, and I'll say that here. I won't yeah. say it. Else. This is an um, improv improv positive. I'm like, exactly. why is this podcast the one you feel comfortable sharing that? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was gonna do it on Mark Maron's so and then he canceled on me. Um, did you get on Danger Box? Did it all happen? Yeah, it all happened. Oh my every, god. Every, I mean, you guys see my life, everything's going on. Yeah, <laughs> your dreams are really coming I, true. I'm kind of only figuring out what Danger Box is now as you're saying it, but it is it's like the premier like, improv group, yeah, right? Exactly. Who are some of the guys? Oh, we got Donald Glover, Mama, oh. we got Bowen Yang, ever oh. heard of him? It's just like a lot of people from SNL, but I don't have like dreams of SNL. I was more just like, that's clearly like comedy that like gay people are kind of doing and then like doing stand up. And like that's what I want to do. Right. That's but amazing. That's, I mean, yeah, that's why I wanted to move to New York, honestly, is just to like perform, not because of the girl's life. So unfortunately, that's actually so cool because uh, who did we just, have? Grace was like, when I first watched it, I was like, they're all geniuses and I want to be them. Wait, <laughs> Grace Blunchman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she is rewatch it since and she's like, oh, they're actually really dumb and really yeah, making yeah, yeah, mistakes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So it is cool to like first watch it and be like, they're cool. But it's cool that you watched it and you were immediately like, good show. These <laughs> bitches are crazy. Yeah. I also think part of it is that like, I'm really close to my older brother he was definitely I'm sure I was like watching it at the same time as him and so mm-hmm. anything he said I was like yeah where we're just like he's like oh they're all evil people and I'm like they are all evil people but right. it's like I had like these kind of like smarter I think more nuanced takes because it was just kind of like being funneled through him that's perfect yeah but yeah I also think I do I do think sorry to invoke this that I don't think I think the only way that it can feel like something that's that is like a life that you want to lead is if you're white 
I'll say totally. it. I just, it's just like, I'm like, well, that's not, I'm not that You're girl. like, that has nothing to do with it. Right. It has nothing to do Even with it. Even like yeah. this brunch sequence, it's like, that's crazy. Who would ever want that? It's I know. The brunch, I literally was like, holy shit. Well, <laughs> I was like, y'all are 25 eating at this like weird ass, like. It's like a weird Mediterranean yeah, bowl in, place. Yeah, like, presumably like. At the bar. Solo or like, I don't know. It, I mean, I guess it must have been Brooklyn. I know. Supposed to be, but it was very, it was giving Manhattan kind of. It, but, is a, it was definitely know. Manhattan. I can 100% guarantee just the way the restaurant was shaped. Yeah. And B, it's like to watch that brunch scene and then to watch Sex in the City brunch scenes is almost the exact polar opposite. Yeah, literally. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. this is a one. One minute synopsis. This is a one minute synopsis of season four, episode six, Close, Close Up. up. Okay. And away we go. Wait, so it starts with Adam making breakfast for him and Mimi Rose. And then is that when she reveals their abortion? No. So then Adam and Mimi Rose have breakfast together and it's really sweet. And when he lifted her up with one arm, I was like, mm, sexy. <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> Marnie and Desi are F U C K. Oh, yeah. And then Marnie and Desi are absolutely fucking as they are wont to do. Um, and then. And then Shoshana's mad at interview. Oh, yeah. And then Shoshana goes oh. to that interview is mad now you can take it away <laughs> oh okay yeah and um hannah is crying about cereal but she's really crying about adam totally. elijah's back living with hannah in that perfect apartment adam's moved to mimi rose um desi and marnie get a hundred listens on their soundcloud Woo! thing and freak out and then they have a fight because desi thinks they're a different type of duo band than marnie does and so they're really at odds even though their sex life is great Hannah is having an amazing time with her therapist who's not being helpful for a single second. That guy's crazy, sorry. <laughs> no, he's literally crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, Marnie's kind of being like, stop it, um, to Desi. And he's like, I, I just want to fix my motorcycle. And I'm, I am writing music the whole time. Um, Adam is getting revealed to that um, that Mimi Rose went through an abortion. Mimi Rose um, is like, you know what? It's like my choice, my body. And he's like, well, you know what? I might want to be a father after seven weeks. <laughs> And then they kind of forgive each other and they're growing from that. And Adam almost left her, but he didn't. And Bray's having an amazing time at city council as he's begging, begging, begging for the street signs to be changed so he can get a little peace and quiet. And you know what? The city council is not having a good time. And he starts being like, I want... Uh, what was the word he used? Whatever it was, it was amazing. <laughs> umbridge! Umbridge! Screaming umbridge at the city council yeah. because they actually can't do their damn job. Mm -hmm. And there's an amazing brunch sequence. And Hannah's like, time to be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. They go to brunch and Hannah is like, I think I want to be a teacher because I want to help people. And then we end the episode with her walking into a school. Yeah. Her walking into Constance Billard. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and that's kind of this episode. We ate that up. Um, no crumbs. Absolutely no crumbs. Honey. <laughs> what, what a crazy episode, I must say. I know. It was so, yeah. it's so like we've been through every season and i'm like it gets weird at a certain part this show and we're in it yeah no i we are in it when i when i saw season four episode six i was like okay buckle up because yeah. <laughs> things i mean it's just hard for a show to not kind of go off the rails you know yeah. I mean? yeah there's only so many but they, points in yeah they did hold it together like they're still holding it together pretty well though even like season and then four. they really hold they, it together season five is like killer i mean yeah. can we talk about the fact that like euphoria couldn't even hold it together for season two well it's <laughs> it that that show started in such a crazy place do you know what no, i mean it's yeah. just like that where you're like well none of this will ever make sense like <laughs> totally, <laughs> like totally. didn't make sense from the beginning <laughs> with mania there's lows as well i think it's a really important point yeah with what with mania there's lows as well 100 percent. oh god i really can't um 
I can't be okay with that. <laughs> it's like I know that and I'm like, it just doesn't feel no, we right. We gotta go up, 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 honey. It's gotta be only ups. Yeah. The yin and yang of life is really something I've struggled all year with and I can't get over it. It just yep. seems so disappointing. Well, I have an it amazing does. question for you now. Girl, what girl are you? Gender neutral oh. terms. FML, no, and thank you. <laughs> At my work, people always call me girl, and then are like, "I'm so sorry," and I'm like, "I actually do not care." <laughs> I'm like, "Honey, I'm calling myself that every single day." Um, I feel like girl is gender neutral. No, wait, I believe it is, and I fully call non-binary people, myself included, girl all the girl, time. All the if time. you're saying it like girl, yeah, that's gender neutral. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Guys, gender neutral. Like, hey guys. I mean, yeah. I've always thought that until like trans women are like, stop. And I'm like, you're right. Totally, totally. And I'll listen to anything yeah. I say, obviously. <laughs> Bow down. I'm um, like writing it down. Literally. Like, <laughs> let me pull my phone. Um, oh my God, which girl am I? Oh God, I don't know. That's such a hard question. I you're no, and we're sorry we asked. Do we're you guys sorry. know my answer for me? I would um, say Mimi Rose. No, Rose. I would say you're, yeah, actually, you're probably closest to Mimi Rose. <laughs> but you're I probably don't. Hannah because you, of course, want to be a writer. Yeah, of course. And in that way, I'm Hannah, I guess. I don't feel like super kindred with any of them, though. No. I don't think Jessa, any of them maybe. have that much to do with you. You're kind of Jessica, I guess. Did. But you guys kind of so, talk similar. Yeah. Maybe I'm like Jessa Rising or whatever. You've got like and you're a, a model. You've got like a coolness, cool tone to you, you. that I feel like is Jessica. Thank you. I'll take it. Okay, perfect. Okay. Mimi Rose is such a funny name. That's iconic to me. <laughs> Mimi it's Rose, so Eleanor funny. Howard. I love Amazing. her. Ugh. It's Two first names is so funny. That's great. It makes you Wait, want your name. My, I'm sure the audience knows this, but might ask who you guys are. So Please. we do it based off app. Oh, okay, okay. So we can keep it fresh and new. Fun. Um, I think it's for me this episode. Or you want to ask, girl? What girl are oh you? <laughs> it's crazy every time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the way you're like, can you vamp? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I think Hannah. This episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. so Hannah, and we um all know why. Doesn't have to be said, but you know what? I'm not making a crazy life choice, and my therapist acts a lot more normal to me. Totally. Um, <laughs> but not so much more. And I've had crazier therapists than Hannah has ever had. Because <laughs> my old therapist would only talk about herself the whole time. Not even like crazy. have room for me to speak. I wouldn't even get 10 minutes. And I was like begging. She's like, ah, wait. Sorry, I'm not done with my point. And like, okay, well, that's awesome. Like, I really know more about them than they ever knew about me. Like, oh, you have terrible ADHD, dyslexia, and you were raped. That's awesome. That's amazing. These are all facts you need to know about never know. Truly none of your business. <laughs> every fact um but yeah so hannah coded um but the thing is i'm also elijah because i would eat amelia's cereal and leave the box totally wait yeah. and what sorry what's the guy elijah no no what's the guy's Ray. name who's marnie's oh. lover right now desi. desi desi i feel desi coded because when he was like yeah um, i'm writing right now i was like me <laughs> was like, i'm writing all the time i'm like i'm absolutely writing i'm never writing obviously um and girl what oh, girl are you yes. Um, thank you for asking. Um, and you kind of already hinted at it, but I, of course, um, am Hannah and you are Elijah. Eating cereal. And this is actually very like when I was first getting off my Lexapro, anything would make me cry. <laughs> but it's also like me and Evan have so many overlapping things and roommates is just one of them. So a simple roommate <laughs> argument actually has so many layers to it. So the cereal scene was just like, yeah, it's like Evan stole my cereal, but they've taken so many. <laughs> <laughs> other things and that's actually why i'm crying 100%. this is just like the nail in the coffin 100 you're like another's a coffin and you're so you're so elijah that's like 
She's so I have this cereal. Like, <laughs> she's unstable. And it's like, I'm going through so much. Um, it was perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. But I would never be a bitch who become. Sorry, but I'm actually very like confused by like how Lena Dunham chose to make in this episode. Well, actually, let's go on our first break and when we get back, back. we will lean into Lena. Whoa. Oh my God, Amelia, your hair got even curlier over the break. Oh my, and te- God. Oh my God, 10 feet longer. I don't know how it's tangled. See, that's season. an improv training. That was, I, when <laughs> you said it, I was like, that danger ball. Yes, and. That's danger ball. Yeah, but Onyang taught me hot. Um. <laughs> um yeah, what the fuck did Lena Dunham think she was no, doing? Spending four seasons being like, all Hannah wants to do is be a writer no matter what it takes. And she like quits all her other jobs because it's like against her constitution of like how much she wants to be creative. And then suddenly in this episode, she's like, I guess I just went to grad school to make my mom happy. I guess I just want to help people. I guess I will give up on my dreams and become a teacher. Like, it's like, babe, what? I know. You didn't just make that choice. Like, her being at brunch saying that was crazy. But do you think it was a reaction to Mimi, right? Yeah, it's a full-on reaction to that breakup. When you go through a breakup, it's like you either get a new haircut or you change your whole life overnight. Slash, I feel like maybe even the girl, Mimi being whatever, like you were saying, stable. A stable, successful artist. could be it, too. But yeah, I mean, it is crazy. The whole grad school thing was really making me laugh. Yeah. Just to go, to go for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, she had to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, and also like one of the most like prestigious grad no, schools. No, the most writing. prestigious writing program. It's so funny. It's so funny. And we she's really like, awesome I guess stuff. it's not really for me. And it's not like, she's like, I've always thrived on the streets. She gets back to the streets and immediately is like, I guess I'll be a teacher. Literally. Like, <laughs> What? I know. It made no sense to me. It made me really upset. No, it makes perfect sense because it's even a pattern we see repeated in the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, what it, the thing is about Hannah, it's like those who can't do teach. Yes, I said it best. I actually thought that's what the name of the episode should be mm. because it's like, yeah, this girl really does not know what's going on, but she does know one thing, which is just like she has some capacity, 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 capacity. You're thinking of propensity and capacity. Perpen- yeah. And actually I am. <laughs> I got you. I got you, mama. <laughs> but she really does. Like she knows how to write and it's like, she doesn't really know her own voice so well, or she doesn't know her own voice enough to like really feel fulfillment from it, but she can like help others and really cultivate that. And I feel like teaching makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I always see, don't you know? millions of people in our community at large it's like i don't know what to do i'm gonna be a teacher for three years yeah i see that almost every day it's the moment everyone graduates called you're like okay time to be a teacher yeah. for like these i've never had any formal education but i'm gonna run this town doing that yeah it's just like hannah can't take care of ch- like no imagine hannah even being a camp counselor it's I mean, like, the way in which people would bully her if she was, if Hannah or Beth was your teacher, the way in which you would bully the shit out of her is unbelievable. Because <laughs> I was like, my boyfriend and I were just talking about this, how it's just like, like teenagers just have an unbelievable ability to like hone in on people who, the like the type of like school administrator who would have been a nerd when they were in high school or like would have been bullied when they were in high school and then like continue to bully them when they work at a high school. <laughs> Hundred percent. But in a more creative so way, it's always like uplifting, but actually really mean. Yeah. It's Don't like, you find it yeah. sad that so many people that were beaten down in high school do somehow bravely step into being a high school teacher immediately without yeah. questioning it? Yeah. No, that is crazy. I mean, I'm that like, it's like Oedipal almost or something. Yeah. 
It really is. Yeah. It's it happens every day in this town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember I had this teacher in seventh grade who wrote a clo- the chalkboard fell on him in the middle of class. <laughs> and he was the biggest nerd. No one cared about him. And he's always <laughs> screaming so underneath the chalkboard. Everyone in class is just <laughs> laughing their heads off. <laughs> no one goes to help him. Oh, that is so <laughs> funny. Oh, it was so fun to make fun of teachers. Wow. I miss I that. What a rush that was. There were so many teachers at my high school that just didn't show up one day because they're mad at their boyfriends. <laughs> like Wait, it it happened to so three different English teachers I had in high school. <laughs> three out of the four didn't come to class because they like broke up like they broke off their marriage or like something happened with some guy. And it, every time it's like uh, an administrative like per- they couldn't get a substitute in time so administrative would come 30 minutes in class and be like sorry you guys can read today <laughs> oh, 15 minute rule no um oh. we didn't know about it it was also ap so everybody was scared into following rules there yeah and then also one time the student teacher just kind of like was like I'm gonna take charge today, and you, it was just no. like some <laughs> fourth no. year from UT <laughs> being like, so here's me being a teacher. Okay. <laughs> they were loving that. They were. They were I'm like, sure. I've dreamed about this. Yeah. Well, they were sitting there the whole time, being like, I could do this so much better. And then <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's my it's my moment to shine. Yeah. <laughs> like it literally was like, it's my turn. Literally, <laughs> In my experience, they can do it better though. I will yeah. say they have so much more energy. They're yeah. not beaten down. No. Yet. I've never met a TA that's like not better at teaching a class than the actual teacher. No. Is. Because they're real with you. They're real. Yeah. It is fucked up looking back. Like, like they weren't making enough money. No. All the teachers at my high school made like 38K. Yeah. Like unlivable. Like. No, it's unbelievable. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. I also went to a high school that was like very, it was like a prep school. A lot of really, really wealthy kids there and tuition was very expensive and stuff like that. And those teachers weren't getting paid shit either. In fact, you usually get worse. You get paid worse worse. when it's a private education. It's like, how could it? I don't know. If I was one of those teachers, I'd be like punching the kids in the face all the (laughs) time. It's like these kids suck so fucking bad. And you have to be there being like, yeah, I'll help you try to get into Cornell, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, you're getting paid pennies to like help some bitch go to Harvard. Kill myself. Kill myself. (laughs) It's absolutely depressing. My high school actually paid the most. To any out of any high school for their teachers, wow. any public high school in America, they pay the most. Fourteen thousand teacher. <laughs> we, we will. You can look up the salary because it's public information. And we saw our teachers been working there for thirty years, getting paid a hundred k. They were like, "Oh, they're rich, rich. They're deeply wealthy." <laughs> and it's like, no, actually, in the real world, that's almost that's pennies at yeah, the time. No. You, if you did a job for thirty years and only get a hundred k, and it's like an education in the, in the most expensive city yeah, in New York, exactly. like <laughs> so crazy, ridiculous. It's no problem. I, Sorry, not to take it back to girls, but another nope. thing that I was thinking <laughs> no, about and also we'd love if you could. with the whole grad school thing is that I'm like, grad school did feel perfect for her, though, because it's like, that's amazing. You literally don't have to. Work. It's just an excuse to not work. She had class once a week. And like she had class once a week. She had all this free time to do exactly what she wanted to. But it's famously like, I guess she realized there that it wasn't making a, her happy. Yeah. But also, I mean, yeah, I think obviously it's like all the show and they need like tension and stuff but i feel like what actually would have made sense for her is if she'd just gone to grad school in new york because it's like if you go to grad school you're getting like a stipend whatever slash you can kind of like scam your parents into supporting you i'm sure for her for hannah and then she would have been able to be around her friends i think that program is almost free like i think almost everyone in that program is like gets almost a full ride to it that's most grad no most grad schools like you get a stipend to be there usually really yeah, a if you're really them. good, they'll give you a stipend. I think that program in particular, because it's such a small class size, I think almost no one really pays for it. Yeah. Especially with places like that, it's like, if you're in Iowa in the middle of nowhere, how are you going to, like, make, I don't know, 
I know. have jobs everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. LOL. Don't let me speak out of turn on Iowa. <laughs> I will say there's so much that happens in this episode, though. I know. Where like, should we dive cut, in first? Cut, cut, cut. I think, I mean, I really like the Adam sequence, but if anyone has any favorite part. Yeah, no, we should jump into Adam, Mimi, Rose. So if you didn't watch the episode, dear listeners, um, Adam, like, gets up before Mimi and tucks her back into bed and is really sweet and then makes her fish for breakfast on the deck. Oh my yeah. god, that deck. I was like, Gorgeous. shit. It is so like, only because we're New Yorkers did we love that. I'm like, 100%. anybody watching in any <laughs> suburb be like, what the fuck? Where the hell are they? Like, There's trash cans right next to <laughs> them. disgusting. I'm like, that is the height of luxury, actually. You yeah. understand? They're like, oh my god, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Where do you think that's located? Dumbo? Yeah, I need to know I where no that is. I say like Borum Hill. Yeah, I would assume Borum Hill. Brooklyn, but I don't know. It's definitely Brooklyn, but it's like a weird part that none of us have ever seen before. Yeah, Born I think hell. it's that side. It's definitely for for green side. With me, I am always just like, how I don't know. <laughs> it, I'm like, how do you how do you get past Adam being so crazy to then be like, like I don't when Adam is being that crazy towards her about the abortion thing. Also, I know, I know, like, she got over it too quick, and she wasn't even like, mad the whole time. And I'm like, well, the, I see. Remember, this was ten years ago when abortions were like not in the same zeitgeist they are today. Yeah, but I just feel like guys will act so insane. And he's like, what was its gender? It's like, babe, that's not how that works. Yeah, it's like, she took the no, pill. or baby. It's like, sir. No, no. And I am just, I don't know. That's something I was thinking. I was like, how do you just like, rem- there's this thing of like remaining cool enough, chill enough, like not getting hyped up enough for your boyfriend in a way so that your boyfriend can calm down and i'm like i never want to be waiting for my boyfriend to calm down in that way that's horrifying no he acted so scary he acted insane the way she's like i actually like when you live in my home i'd be like get out of my house forever (laughs) you creepy fucking tall bitch her sacred space it's beautiful in there fuck get your books out of here adam um i guess it is like mimi rose is supposed to be like show me a healthy person but it doesn't seem like she is fully there. Yeah, well, it's hard to believe someone's healthy when they're dating Adam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that's he, the issue. He really has a range of emotion that I, it's like all, mostly we see is anger from him, which 100%. is like truly just like, he's supposed to be like this like really intense emotional creature. He's like not like all men because he feels a little bit different, but it's like the only ang- emotion we ever <laughs> see is like extreme anger, yeah. which is actually the most masculine thing you could do. <laughs> but she is being really feminista. Um, anti-patriarchy by waiting for him to get over to anger and then also listening to his voice yeah i'm listening to, i'm reading bell hooks will the change right now and this is the whole first chapter is kind of about what does happen in this totally sequence. i'm so glad i'm glad you can map that on <laughs> you write a, uh, what is it called uh, when you write a text that's like comparing two texts yeah you write a comparative essay about that not to the tone of this is a head gum podcast <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored um not produced not produced <laughs> not it they, fingers crossed they didn't they didn't like me okay it's fine um mimi rose is challenging adam because adam's never been with somebody who didn't need him so mm. it's so like half of the battle of the episode is the abortion but the other half is adam just like not feeling needed by Mimi and thinking that's what relationships are is like yeah. needing the other person. So he's so confused that a relationship sh- could come out of like pure pleasure and desire rather than like a necessity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it definitely is like him grappling with a relationship where it's not like a Hannah type person where they like need to be saved. 
Yeah, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's that's just, a really yeah. good point, Amelia. Thanks, Evan. I love that point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a whole basis of their fight. It's maybe where I was just like, I don't need you, but I want you. And isn't that a more powerful emotion because of the purity of it? And like yeah. Adam now reckoning with that, it's like he left the most needy girl on earth, and now he's going to a relationship where it's like only based off like the desire to be there, yeah, and not like any like codependency. And it's like that's really shocking for him. Yeah. Yeah, so I understand why he reacted like that because it's like someone who clearly did not need him. And he's like, what am I u- being used for in this relationship if not being needed? Yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, your relationship can be more than just like fulfilling each other's like needs. But it's, you can fulfill each other's wants as well. Yeah. I mean, when Adam's like, you don't even ask me like if you look OK, you just look in the mirror and say, I look great. What do you want me? What's why am I here? I know that part was so funny. LOL. I know it is like, well, I don't, you shouldn't be dating someone who needs you to tell you (laughs) that you look okay ultimately. But I also, I don't know. I am so just like, I don't know, Mimi, like dump him and make him go to therapy. No offense. No. Because it's like, yes, he's learning, but it's so, it's going to be so much learn. He's going to be having to do so much learning. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is just the tip of the iceberg, honey. What do you think he feels about therapy? probably really negatively about it i would assume yeah right adam that character is giving major anti-therapy vibes 100 percent to me he's so taylor swift being like i don't need that no and i also feel like he is someone who would do therapy and do it wrong like you'd be right. like it's either making him worse or just he's staying the same does that make yeah, sense like, no. you'd be like, i don't know what you're talking to your therapist about but it's not the stuff that you should be yeah <laughs> it's giving that we are seeing communities at large like we are seeing people that every day we're like i'm actually too good at therapy or we're seeing people getting worsely i mean you are so right it's, no so actually it's not a real point but i am like a lot of my friends are like i'm actually too good for therapy i've outsmarted my therapist it's like what do you mean? I know it's like, wait, what are you talking about? It's not like a game. You're not. You're not. I'm not trying to outwit my therapist. I'm just trying to like be honest with her. They're but playing no, yeah. Survivor. It's perfect. Yeah. Lol. Um. Okay. Next up, let's dive into Marnie and Desi. Oh my god. Are we loving their perfect relationship? No issues there. I love them so much. Wait, when did he leave his GF? Also, that was last before. episode. Okay, thank you. Oh wait. Some time has passed. Well, because we just we watched it out of sequence. Oh, two episodes ago. Okay. No, it was last. It was last. It was last. Um, but basically, it's like Marnie finally got what she wants. But of course, Marnie is the type wants. of girl that wants things without knowing if she actually wants them. So now that yeah. she has it, she's miserable. Which she says at the brunch. She's like, "Yeah, I guess at least like she's honest. yeah. At least she knows that she knows. She, at least she knows she's like that. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, it is crazy. I think that." you should be with that guy who has like one of the worst personalities of anyone I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> it's so camp. It's literally insane. And Marnie is earnest. Like when Clementine's there and he, and he's like when they, when he, him and Clementine first break up and they show up to Marnie's apartment and he's like crying, sobbing. And she's like, Oh baby. Oh, you're so beautiful with all your emotion. I'm like, girl run. <laughs> oh, I will say this though. Marnie. One thing I want to say is that Marnie's singing is so perfect to me because she's like, it's someone where it's like, okay, you're technically good at that, I guess. Like, it is kind of pitchy, but I'm like, you're not bad. But just the quality of your voice is so unbearable to listen to I when know. you're singing. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah, it's what Elijah said in one episode, which was like, she's just too hopeful. Like, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, she can sing, but there's like an earnesty to it that's painful. Yeah, there's, and there's also just like nothing behind it. Yeah. yeah. They always say the worst thing you can do is want something too bad actively. <laughs> like if anyone knows you want something really badly, they'll never give it to you. So yeah. they'll be like, hello, maybe. Yeah. And like, okay, but 100%. she does want it too bad out loud. Yeah. Marnie yeah. getting, being like a hundred fans are hearing this. Is so dark. Awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh. Uh, For me, I would take that as a victory and be yeah. happy with it. Another thing I was yeah. going to say is that, like, I feel like there was so much discourse around this show of, like, it's so crazy that we're watching Lena Dunham have sex. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where people were just like, a normal lady. It's like, okay, calm down. But what I will say is that, like, I actually don't need oh to see God. Allison Williams having sex. Like, I was like, so she actually, often. that's the one who I actually have a problem <laughs> with. <laughs> that kind of, like, a weird, conventionally attractive one who's, like, really off-putting. I don't need to be seeing her fucking... <laughs> They really slide her, slide her a sex scene so often. Yeah, I know. it's just so funny to watch a sex scene that's so sexless. I know she's so sexless that it is just like it's actually ooh. kind of perfect. Yeah, I mean, I have to say we're four seasons in, and the amount of Marnie sex scenes that are so sexless is so absurd. It's a, it's Do you think she ever knew this? Like, this is what she was signing up for. She must 100%. have. She, she must okay. have. Okay, <laughs> you guys feel that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. You don't. Agree. You don't feel that way. No, I wouldn't say I do. Just Allison Williams doesn't seem like the kind of girl who's like, um, and yeah, let's fuck it up and I'm going to fuck. Well, Allison Williams is so someone that it's really hard to tell whether or not she did on the joke of herself. Like she's And so... she is. She said it on The View. Okay. Then I believe her inherently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe everything she says. I don't really understand who she is as a person. I'd have to know a little bit more about her to really understand where we're at. Yeah. I think she's just like extraordinarily wealthy. Yeah. And like totally fine playing into that, but in a way where you're like, how self aware are you? I mean, that's a she question did of the break whole show, the internet. Do you guys remember when that interview went viral where she was like, uh, the quote on the TikTok was like, all nepo babies should talk like this, and oh, it's right. Allison Williams being like, yeah, it afforded me a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have, and that's awesome. Saying the most normal sentence, yeah. it's like literally, it's like whenever anyone says one reasonable thing, it's like, oh my god, bow down. And it's like, okay, sure. The comments were crazy. It's like queen. <laughs> You're like, and that's a Nepo baby that gets it. Yeah, it's like, 100%. fuck, are we really there? If 100%. I was on The View, I would get it too. <laughs> totally. I always say that. Well, I do think the big part of Desi and Martin's relationship working though, it's like because there's so much friction and like need and conflict, like those moments of like satisfaction when you get something are so satisfying that it's like it's enough to keep Marnie going and because yeah. there's like so much turmoil when she does get a little from Desi and Desi does give a little to her. It's like, LOL, best moment of my effing life. I got that. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like the problem is that now that he's not in a relationship, there's not enough turmoil for her to be enjoying it, right? Isn't that the oh, no. Issue? He has enough turmoil. I, he's a, he's in a relationship with issue. his damn motorcycle. But yeah, but that's, that's why, why she's saying... Not. Yeah. I know. I think it's like at some point it does lose its effect like when someone is being so awful to you. Yeah. Allison or Well, Marnie? and now it's like she has the thing. Because the whole, the whole thing was that she was just like wa- wanting this idea of him or whatever and being like oh, I, like, want this guy so bad, but I can't have him because his, whatever she said, his girlfriend has, like, a disease. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> has a venereal disease, which is, by the way, an STI. <laughs> but, um, and now that she has him, it's like, well, that's all gone. And she's he just, so like, sucks. He's there sucks for the so chase. Bad. Or she's just, like, now that she has what she wants, she's, like, it actually has nothing to do with what I thought it would. But yeah. She's, like, oh, I want to date this, like, emotional, like, free artist that's, like, really going to, like, make me believe in my own, like, creativity. But now she's just, like, oh, he's just, like, some dude addicted to his motorcycle and thinking that he's, like, 
And he also makes bad art. A random band, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the music they're making together is so bad, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. <laughs> kind of the opposite of Shoshana. Because Shoshana's now at this interview, and she's, like, getting this big fight with the guy, and it's like, you know I what? I don't want to work here. So I hate bad. your I name. Mean, this ugh. is the worst thing I've ever heard. And he's like, well, obviously you don't want this job, but do you want to get drinks? She's like, yeah, of course. It is amazing. It was electric. is so amazing. That's, she's like, what so it is. Watching it, you're just like, God, I love that fucking girl. That male actor is um, Lauren Graham's love interest in NBC's Parenthood. For those <laughs> out there who love NBC Period. Parenthood, please reach out. Shout it's out. my favorite show <laughs> that I watched as a teenager and cried every episode and was like, Parenthood is so beautiful. Still um, no idea. But it's crazy <laughs> that to see Shosh versus like old Lauren Graham. Not that she was old, but she was old. Yeah. Better than Lorelai. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I love Shosh so much. Oh, no. This is like, it's, it's just like beautiful. She's like, you know what? Jobs aren't working out. I've had three episodes in three. I've had three interviews in three episodes. Like, you know, I'm just going to marry Rich to a guy who went to Harvard and is going to have a successful soup company. Her eating pita and like hummus being like, I'm marrying some soup guy. I'm so <laughs> done. And it's like, you graduated one month ago, babe. I know. <laughs> She's Life is such I can't a good believe wife, how though. young they are. It's actually crazy. supposed to be. And we're, we're going to continue talking about how young they are when we get back from our break. They're so young. They are so young. Oh Thank my you. god! I can't believe they're supposed to be twenty-five. I know. Yeah, Shoshana's so twenty-two. It arrests her two-five. It's hell. The watch it's crazy. all around circuit. It's insane. It is crazy to me that Shoshana hated the interview, but then was like, "Of course, I'll go on a date with you." I'm like, "Wait, what's your deal, babe?" No, no, because he's the perfect man on paper for her you know what i mean he's harvard grad right yeah. he already he's, he's living his dream and he said i'm passionate about stuff which women i think love i don't know and he's gonna <laughs> have hope, and he could be rich but she complains the whole time about the soup and now she's gonna be a soup heiress but i feel like she liked it because she's so kind of combative and he was kind of like not putting up with it he was clapping back yeah which i, I thought guess was that sweet it's probably it. electrifying yeah. i would date him too yeah yeah soup baron he seems like actually really nice and emotionally talented. Yeah, 100%. I'm, of course, mapping his entire three-season arc from Parenthood onto this episode. Of course, of course. <laughs> so there's a lot for me to work He's lived like an part. entirely different life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he's a teacher. He's, a, he's, he's actually Drew's teacher, teacher so... Okay. No one knows what that means, No, girl. I'm no, sorry. Some people do. <laughs> um, some people do. <laughs> Jessa... What but happened? Like three lines. She was not really doing much. She's not very active in this really one. Awesome I think. Watch. I think this season, Lena and her must have been riff raffing because Jessa. We got almost no words out yeah, of her. Yeah, but you have to remember this happening also during season two as well. That's true. Yeah, Jessa is like the star of the show for three episodes, and then they really put her on the back burner for six. Wait, well, is there a reason that she has like? Because as I said, I rewatched some of the first episodes of the season. Um, is there a reason that she's like feeling? animosity towards hannah just because she left yeah exactly. yeah so basically hannah going to iowa pissed her off because it was right after hannah like picked her up Until from like, rehab back. and said come back and be with us okay totally I'll, and I then she abandoned like, her we're gonna yeah. do new york together we're gonna be together and totally then hannah did abandon Jessa. yeah which i got i would be pissed too yeah the aban- and jessa i mean we've just seen episode after episode like her being abandoned but i think it was really the people on TikTok are so pissed. Uh, we posted a clip of the like Jessa and Adam fighting after they got arrested right. yeah. for public urination. And Jessa's like, I need you to be my friend. And everybody's like, fuck them, hate them, die, die, die. And I'm like, it's actually I mean, really it. beautiful step it's forward sweet. that yeah. Jessa could 
vocalized that she actually wanted something from someone. 100%. I know, but she's at her bitchiest at this point in the show. Um, yeah. So I'm sure people are not rooting for her. Yeah. Right. But I do like that. And I like, I don't know, it's sweet. I like that they have something like their own. I am like, if it's two addicts, let them be friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let them go out to coffee. It's what they deserve. <laughs> yeah. We posted the like inside the episode where Lena explains like why she thought it'd be fun to like build out their friendship. And every comment is like, Lena, no. I like it. And I'm like, can I love it? Leave the girl they alone. also are like so similar. They have, yeah, there's, it makes yeah. sense that they, well, they there's both not, barely talk and yeah. they also both have emotional damage yeah. galore. And have rage issues. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no one else that he could be friends with in the friend group. No one makes No, sense. but it like literally makes sense for him to be friends with Jess, yeah, I feel. That felt smart to me. Me too. I, yeah. People are pissed. Whatever. Um, anyways, last thing we should talk about, the Mimi Rose abortion. Well, do we, do we, do we talk or enough about Hannah? I kind of already talked about that up top. Oh, you know what? We actually did Mimi Rose abortion. Yeah. yeah and what talk. we didn't do was the, Hannah being yeah. a teacher. We talked oh, about it a bit. A bit. But what the big, actually, the big thing that we miss is um, Hannah then um, having a mental breakdown. We went over that a little bit, but then also going to the therapist's office and like the whole rigmarole of watching that. Was unpack. that, wait, how many times has that therapist been in the show? Three. I think it's the third time. And he's just like, the whole bit, his bit is just that he's like a terrible therapist, basically. It's a, yeah, yeah he's just like a weird dude and he writes books but they're about dogs and boys i was just like imagine if you sat down with your therapist and they were like i am 100 percent stunned and floored by how fucking normal you're being because you've been such a crazy ass bitch this entire <laughs> time and it's like okay i love <laughs> it it was so funny to me it was him describing what mimi rose looks like and then hannah oh, being like so did you funny. google her know, and I him being that. like no, but no. you created a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> is crazy. Do you think your therapists have Googled you? No. I don't think my therapist has Googled me, but um, I would, I'm would. i always begging them to. I'm like, I have a podcast. You can look it up. And they're like, totally, I believe you and I love you. My therapist is like so normal and such a good therapist that I know she's never Googled me. My girl literally looks like I would show up in her feed. Um, 100%. But I don't think she would seek me out. Totally. But it is like, I know she's like... That's uh, so she's like seeing the same TikToks totally, I totally. am so I'm like our algorithm like her phone case the way she dresses I'm like we're the same I'm type sure of bitch. you're on there I'm sure you're on there yeah so but I always think like therapists actually what they'll do is before they see a patient for the first time try and find them and block them oh that makes sense so that they can't find them yeah, I guess that makes sense. I would never try to find my therapist. I just have like no interest in finding my therapist online. I'm not. I don't know their last name. Yeah, I know my own last really? name, but I am like, uh. I I did I always dig. I did have my psychiatrist for kept saying this thing to me where she was like, she just kept being like, and I'm not gonna tell you anything about me so that like you can just like project whatever you need to do on to me. And I'm like, girl, I didn't want to know. Like I don't know. She kept yeah. saying it in a way where I was like, yeah, that's the whole point. Like I was like, you're like I, I actually knew. Yeah, I like that's kind of one of the famous tenets of being in there, like <laughs> of like being in there, or like having a psychiatrist is like like they don't tell you things about themselves. And I was like, yeah, she said it like every time that we met at the beginning, and I was like, I'm not. Am I giving off that I like want to know <laughs> right. about you? Like I actually don't want to know about you, and I don't like her. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, if I was a therapist, I would follow all my patients and I'd also look up whoever they talk about. Yeah. I think it's actually really amazing to have a clear image of everybody in your mind. I think I would my first few years and then I would get so bored. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, yeah. I feel like at a certain point you're just like, I don't want to think about work. Yeah. It's the same really? thing as like teachers. Like teachers are so excited the first few years and then they get like 
beat down. So you're like, yeah. I'm kind of just going to be here. I'm going to quiet quit. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Another question for the therapy thing is, do you think that Hannah actually is being stable? Like, do you think that assessment was correct? It. She does seem absurdly. <laughs> no. <laughs> she seems absurdly fine with grad school in a way where it's like, babe. You haven't processed this for a single second. Yeah. Yeah. You did something insane. <laughs> <laughs> you did something crazy like, girl. We, we all moved on and i was like are they trying to make me believe she's fine i know that's what was confusing she's in denial it can't and i that. think the denial looks like progression like oh my god you are so mature yeah, you already yeah. processed this but it's actually like she hasn't processed it even a single yeah, second right. it has to be that so it's actually because it's like they kind of can look the same but they're actually the exact opposite yeah yeah right she's in stage one of the seven stages yeah, of exactly. grief yeah 100 fuck i know Wait, is this pillow weird for you i mean no, this is actually this is flashback <laughs> I, I have i can tell like an eight minute story about that pillow right now oh, okay. <laughs> okay. i won't but i will go there go there can no. you make it one minute um no i actually because i don't want to make it about me okay, okay well then you know <laughs> what you know what time it is i think well i just want to do ray oh. like so 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 quick. i forgot about it i mean that was giving the story down do you know what i mean i every time i went to ray i was like this is the thing about writing a script. It's like, you need a B story. And it's like, sometimes you actually don't. It's boring and no one cares. There's, like, there's <laughs> you know A, B, and C in this. I Jesus have to say, Christ. anytime Ray gets a scene to himself, I'm like, Lena, you don't stop, even need him stop. on the show. No, no, you guys no. you guys are actually really wrong. Because what you're thinking about <laughs> this is from the female perspective, but all men. Oh, and so just having a female perspective is wrong. I'm actually non-binary. So that's problematic. Well, I know, but... Um, <laughs> Social, I, never mind. But you know what I <laughs> no, mean? No, get into it. <laughs> no, let's, let's fight. <laughs> it's a big part of... Um, but I think it's like my dad loves Ray and my dad is so happy to see Ray on the screen. So I think he's there for the straight men, for the straight male audience, for the 30 plus crowd. And like you need him to say like keep interest for a wider yeah. demographic. Well, it, and it is kind of always Sorry true that it's like. Sorry to say you're wrong because actually everyone could be right at the same time. And I do, can I go back and apologize? Mm, you don't have to. I don't feel mad. <laughs> but, but you can. Really you can if you want. I can tell by her eyes. What? I am fine. <laughs> we can talk Okay, <laughs> I'm going to make a point. What I. <laughs> okay. What I. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say about Ray is that it feels fun and true to have that character in the way of like you in terms of like a group of like people in their mid to er like early to mid 20s in Brooklyn like there will always be a random 30 year old guy around there's gonna be a random 30 year old guy around well. and I'll Thank say God. it sometimes that guy is my boyfriend 100% <laughs> but the thing about Ray is that he's not compelling and that's what makes it hard is that I'm like right. I actually like, don't care about your him. boyfriend's a neuroscientist so it's different that's amazing and also he's not around that much but it's like so I don't care about him like what now running for city council I don't need to see that no this entire arc this season of like Ray getting politically excited I'm like just keep talking about your little coffee shop okay yeah that's enough from you it feels a little bit too separate for me from the main action from, is what yeah. I'll say yeah but again I'm glad my dad can be happy for a single me too. too and look at me I'm glad that your dad can be happy too I swear to god <laughs> it makes me thrill and I just want to say Andrew don't you have enough that's awesome. Go off. <laughs> it was so funny. Amelia and I had our comedy show on Friday. And um, my dad was like, loved it. So proud. And my mom at the end of our show was like, look, your family friend that you don't really care about. Sorry. Got <laughs> Shout out. Got engaged. I was like, okay, awesome. Okay. Great. I'm glad you can't even see your thing for a single second. <laughs> what I saw on Instagram while you were up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, I tried to take a picture of you, but the notification <laughs> came coming. in and I just couldn't ignore. It's perfect. Oh. Um, yeah, Ray fighting back is cool. I know. Yeah. Okay, and we don't have to say anymore because I can tell <laughs> everyone else is, this couch is upset. <laughs> no, I wasn't upset. I was just like, it's really giving B, B story. Giving- it was just giving like, Y'all don't know what to do with it. It's giving like your B plots due tomorrow. <laughs> Literally. Like, it felt like tomorrow. when I write a pilot. I was yeah. like, yeah, a random person doing a random thing that has no connection to the other Let's plot. It's like it perfect. <laughs> it's like when I had to write a spec script for Daniel Tiger's neighborhood no, and the B plot was like Daniel's random friend like didn't like their lunch. And it's like I was just like so pissed typing it. Yep. I was like, we don't need to do this. Yep. Anyways. And the last note, last note of them all is Elijah leaving Iowa being like, I was getting married to a mayoral candidate. I just put a bid down on 16 acres. I, all 16 the friends a- in I know. World. I was like, wait, how much money does he have? None. None. He famously has no job. But Iowa, and I finally found out a map, guys. So if you want to ask me after, I can point it out. It's not where we thought it was. Um, <laughs> it, none of them are. None of the states are where I think no, they are. No, they never are. <laughs> um, it, you could get 16 acres real cheap there. 100%. Yeah. Okay, period. Like it's like if he had a bar mitzvah, he could get 16 acres. Okay. I'm glad Elijah's back, but they really painted him like trouble. Like the pretzels everywhere, the Gatorade. I'm like, what is he yeah. up to? No, that's gay. That's gay adolescence, what yeah. you're watching. Okay, you know what time it is? Girl, Girl get, get your, your Glock. Glock. It's rapid, rapid fire time. Get your Glock. It's amazing. Are, are we doing my questions or yours or should we just do all turn? Let's do both. You want me to start? That's heaven in Las Vegas. Okay. Why is Marnie mad at you? Oh, probably because I like won't stream her music. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, I, I would be like, yeah, I listened to it. And then she would like go on my Spotify and be like, it's not in your history. And I'd be like, <laughs> well, it's Fuck. really bad. <laughs> would you buy Madam Tinsley dried soup? 100%. 100%. I would invest. Are you Ooh. the voice of your generation or a voice of a generation? <laughs> um... Is there a third option? <laughs> I'm a voice. <laughs> and I'm ma- and I'm trying to make myself heard. <laughs> is a camp counselor a hard job? Yeah, I feel like it honestly is. Where do you keep your fire extinguisher? I don't have one. Oh. I need a fire kit so bad. Yeah. What's Badoosie? Butt dick and pussy. That made me laugh so hard. That, that is so like funny. it is like when the writing is good, it's good, good. honey. <laughs> Did Mother Teresa love being famous? I think so. Because she also was like racist. Yeah. <laughs> and evil. Yeah. Famously. Shout out. Uh, did the therapist Google Mimi Rose? Yeah, 100%. That would, would you tell Adam about your abortion before or after the abortion? Uh, Definitely not before. It's actually more of a question of would I tell him after or at all? Mm, yeah. <laughs> the answer might be not at all. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy she went ahead and told him. Yeah, it's just like I felt like I could tell that, that he would not have a positive reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Is needing better than wanting? Is needing better than wanting? No, I don't think needing is better than wanting. Should today's docket get done today? Hopefully. If I am very, if I have any fucking say over it. <laughs> oh, I like your last question. And do you take umbrage? A hundred percent. I take so much Wait, umbrage. I looked up what it meant if people want to know. Tell us. It means, it, which means offensive or annoyance. Yeah. Umbrage. It's like, I take it's, it's like I take issue. I thought it was a Harry Potter spell. I was like. No. Oh, <laughs> it's literally the same as saying I take, take issue with something, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Harry Potter spell. Um, okay. We're in our final segment. It's really, the clock is t- ticking. Wait, can I say something really important before Please. this ends also? Which Please. is that. 
I just want everyone that's listening to know that my brother wrote for a show that was made by, as you guys know this, um, a teen, her two gay dads, and Lena Dunham. I didn't Wait. know. Wait. I've definitely told you guys. <laughs> what show? The one camping? No, no. It was called Generation on uh, Max. And it was oh, I love that show and he wrote for it. Yeah, I would say it was bad, but. No, no. I love it. I like bad media famous. I love the pilot the when they're fans. at the mall giving birth. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're just pregnant. Giving birth. Yeah. But that's all. I just wanted to put that out there. Just well, so yeah, we all know. a really good show and your brother killed it. Thank you. And I'm no, sorry and I had to take it off of it's HBO okay. Max he, because it was so bad. It's okay. He didn't want to write for it again. <laughs> No, no, they literally had to take it off they the took website. It off? They did, they did. Yeah, you yeah, can't because find it. Mac, they took all those shows fucking off HBO Max because it's like they just weren't being watched enough. Mm. Yeah, they don't want to pay for its edge. But yeah. it's like, actually, I was watching and I would have rewatched the whole 100%. show. <laughs> so do you think Lena's new show will be bad? No, don't put that on the world. Is it a show or a movie, the Meg, the Meg one? It's a 10 episode. It's going to be amazing. I think there's no way for it to be bad. I think that um, Meg will do a great job. Me too. Love her. I think there's actually no way for this show to be bad. Like, I just the way the talent is lined up for I it. I do think that there's an actually good chance that it's good. Yeah. My friend who works in casting did read the sides and said it was bad. Okay. So but then said, go. if Megan's in it, it won't be bad. It won't be bad. I hope it's good. But yeah, I think it'll too. be fun. I just love Meg. Totally. It, does your brother get to be involved? Not this no, time. No, I don't think he wants. I don't think so. I don't think they tapped him for that. Darn He's oh. too busy rewriting. I can't say that on the pod. <laughs> well, then that brings us to our next segment. That, that outfit, outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's when we compare Brooklyn then versus Brooklyn now. Period. That brunch scene. Mm. I was like, this is not what it looks like when my friends and I go out to brunch at all. I was going to oh, First of all, we're not sitting at the bar. Here's the all. thing. It's like none of them are responsible enough to have made a reservation. So, you know, they were like, let's go to Cafe Mogador and be adults. And then Cafe <laughs> yeah. Mogador was like, and we only ever met the bar. And they're 100%. like, all right. At least we'll the it. corner. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, what what else was there that was shocking to me? I think there, I have a few things. Please um, go. I think first off, Marnie talking about music blogs. It's like, that's not well, that's that's crazy. a relic of the past. Like yeah. everyone, when... um. What's her name? Said that she was going to blow up Pitchfork, the basement that Pitchfork is in. Was it Azalea <laughs> Bang? I'm sure. I'm sure that it was. Uh, yeah, Azalea Bang. Like, I literally don't know who else would have said that. And, oh, it might have been Halsey. It's not, it seems I so I think Azalea Halsey coded. said she was going to blow up the basement that Pitchfork <laughs> is located in. I was like, oh, she actually ate with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the music blog part is crazy. I mean, all of the music stuff is like insane. It is... It, that part is so great because it is so of a time where it's like that they sound like shit. The music is absolute dog shit. But like at that specific time, that music Mumford could like Sons. maybe almost pop off or like pass for something that's like respectable. You yeah. Know what I mean? It is scary to think that Brooklyn 10 years ago is all indie folk. And like that was a, that was yeah, running remember, rampant in the Remember when the joke was like Brooklyn's filled with millennial hipsters now? Yeah. yeah. It's so hipster. And now it's like Ella M. Hoffcore. Yeah, Gen Z yeah. hipster. What would what would a modern day hipster be called? Because we don't identify as hipsters, but I think in an external world we are seen as hipsters. Yeah, I don't know Me too. Yeah, just yeah. It, the virtue you, of you live you in, do, in and Bushwick. you do the arts. <laughs> yes. You're involved in the arts. You're involved in the arts, and you live in Bushwick. Girl. Yeah. Um, Totally. I think it's all just like alternative now, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. we're alt. Or like I guess hipsters just replaced with queer. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. It's like just bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bypassing. Bi- um, all the bypassing people live there. Yeah, now. exactly. LOL. Um the name Tinsley. Like that's such a that's relic of the past. Amazing. Ten years ago, girls were named Tinsley during like Deborah. Yeah. And those kind of names have really flown out of like yeah. Tinsley to me is so a girl who 
runs a like Instagram cooking lifestyle page that has right. like two hundred thousand dollars. Like best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, you know, the dialogue surrounding Mimi's abortion would be so much more like now there's like mm. so much terminology and proper or like popular phrasing for it like yeah my body my choice was not a line that they said whereas like now yeah. it seems like it would even be like cliche however i know well it. i would pray that they wouldn't put that in there is my thing yeah it, yeah i don't know it's yeah i guess that would be a much more like loaded topic now i suppose like do you think adam would act like that like i don't think he would act like that or like they would have never written him that way or in today's you, climate. I feel I think like they would have kind of. They could have written him the same way, but her response would be more of like a Me Too movement sort of like, angle. Or I even think that if it was hat. even if I think even if it was just like more grounded, that her response would just be breaking up with him. Because I don't yeah. I don't know. I would be so pissed if it was like, and now I'm getting on my soapbox, blah blah. You know what I mean? But it is like <laughs> January twenty fifth. Thank you. Um and I did that on purpose. <laughs> just to give you that opportunity really has a show called soapbox and y'all better go but i but i do think that like maybe it would have been like i'm breaking up with you because it is like in today's age to act like that knowing what you and by you i mean adam knows it's like we can't be we can't be trifling like we can't be we can't be wasting our time no no i also think hannah would be more aware of the teacher's union <laughs> is that is yeah, that useful I think to say? Totally right, girl. Yeah, go off with that damn. Boy. I think her being a teacher, it's like now yeah. we actually know a little bit more about teachers than we did ten years ago. I would say, yeah, in the collective conscious, we understand teachers as like underpaid and like underappreciated mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think we recognize. But ten years ago, yeah, I agree. Wow. So, and I, my last point, um, is get people getting married after a week. Or Adam's like, my parents got married after a week. Our parents know people that got married after a week, but you never hear that today. And thank God. You never hear Because that my parents definitely got married way too fast, and it's like, and then they got divorced 20 years later. Yeah. You know? They stayed together 20 years. Too long, mama. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, too long. that was like five good years. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, and I'm still married, I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense, by the way. No. I can't be, it can't no. be happy. After a week is crazy. I would kill myself. I'm like, it took me six months to allow my boyfriend the honor of me calling him my boyfriend. <laughs> right, right. That's so smart. That's Thank enough you. time to well, get married and divorced. Literally. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought what? I was knocking at a door, but it was someone driving a car. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to end the episode. Yeah. Married or divorced. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if any of you out there are married, um, get file. File. No, actually, I'm pro-marriage. Yeah. Uh, my parents are married and love. I'm actually the only one on this couch today to have that. Of course. Sorry. But my dad's been married three times, so in that way, one up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sophia, where can people find you? You can find me on any freaking social media site that you want at Sophia with a PH W Pelton. Do you have a show in January box? Um, I'm gonna have a show in January at Good Judy the third Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. called Gossip Girl. It's so it's good. really fun. Huge. It's called Gossip, comma, Girl. Gossip Girl. It's a lot to think about. Um, so if you're in the Park Slope area or want to travel there, definitely go check it out. Um, 
thanks for being thank on the pod. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Have fun. such a good friend and family on the pod. It's just it's it's relaxing. Home. It is home. Sometimes we're we have pop stars and sometimes, sometimes we just get to like be ourselves. I know. I would be no, sweating. We, we can be ourselves with the pop star too. I couldn't, but <laughs> I was like, you got that. Um, <laughs> um, bye. We'll be back next week with episode bye. seven. Bye.